Warning, this show contains mature content and spoilers. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to Raid Chat, your podcast for news. Like cheap Chinese knockoff Savage Bloods or something. I know girls in this guild that don't transmog as much as you. Class tips. Yay, because that mastery is tasty. All us brown classes the same? Man, you? Yeah. Boss strategies. But it's quite delightful. It's, it's not too bad. It's, it should be very simple. Explosion oh, no, balls. not shooting balls. Friggin' reflecting prism spreads like AIDS. And everything else you care about in World of Warcraft. I was like, does that make you a scruffy turd herder? Fooling around. Up. What? He's not summoning anybody but me. Can we get a Jeeves and then go pee? Five, four, three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to this episode of Raid Chat. My name's Brent, I'm your host, and with me today, I have the guys, the gals, the glorious raiders of Warcraft. First up, we have, he puts the high in High Mountain. Marcus, how you doing, buddy? Hey guys, I'm doing great. Alright, then we have the only man to think Deathwing has a mild flavor. Tim, what's happening? So, I took Deathwing's scale and used it as a shield. That's 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 how um, this works. So, uh, I guess we'll get right into it. How was everyone's week this week in WoW? Marcus, why don't you go first? What have you been up to this week? Well, as we know, uh, the raids opened up. Uh, Mythic Plus dungeons opened up. Uh, I've been grinding out those, getting uh, getting as many Mythic kills as I can in. All right, and well, I'll I'll bring that back around to you in our news um, area and ask you a little more about that. Um, Tim, what have you been up to this weekend, World of Warcraft? Uh, just been trying to grind away at world quests. Uh, obviously, we we raided this week a couple times, so uh, just trying to keep getting more gear now that the uh, the gear level cap is off. Yeah, boy. Um, and we're going to come back around to each of those points. Uh, I've been more or less doing the same. It's been a busy week at work for me, so I haven't been able to play WoW as much as I normally would. Um, gearing up to go on vacation next week. That's right. Not a real vacation, more like a vacation where I get to come home and do a bunch of work around the house that I haven't been able to do. So there's that. Uh, but that entails me prepping my entire route to make sure that it's fit. You know, it's everything's kosher, everything's good, that... You know, I've got a, a a route written up for the guy that's going to fill in for me to run, which I, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's been busy. So we got, we got, uh, that's, that's that. I don't know. I don't know why I got lost there. Who fucking knows? <laughs> but without too much further ado, we have... everyone the slime is flowing again the news is brought to you by the rpg show you like get video games like old classic console rpgs like final fantasy breath of fire so you can we'll head on over to the rpg show.com or catch it on itunes thank you very much all right we got news guys um a couple little things they could be little things it could be big things that I really think I care about, but there's kids that, you know, people might care about it, whatever. Uh, first up, we have Battle Tag name change for 10 bucks. Who cares? Do you guys care? Like, is that a thing that you desire oh. in your life? I, I don't even understand. Like, yeah, I don't even understand why that was a thing. Like, if someone really hates their Battle Tag that much, they need to change his name, but it's like, I don't even know why it's a big deal. But does that, does it disc, like, why? Yeah, I don't see the point, but it's available to you if you care. Like, like say maybe your battle tag used to be like, uh, you know, I don't know, like uh, what's what's that? What's it uh, like? Like I love One Direction, right? Maybe that was your battle tag, and you decided, you know what? People were thinking I'm like a 12 year old girl, so I want to add my birthday to the end of it. So you want to change to I love One Direction '89? You know, maybe that's what your plan is. Not the route I would go, but it's available to you for $10. I mean, I guess because I know there's some people we know that have like 
uh, their battle tags. And I read them like, what is that? Like, what does that have to do with anything? And they're like, I don't know. But really, would you spend ten bucks on that? Like, I just, yeah, no. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I don't plan People on it. Will. I mean, that's you know, whatever. I have an online avatar identity, and I use it for everything. So. I don't feel the need to change. You know, I've been using it for a better part of a decade now, so why? Yeah, whatever. All right, uh, also along with that, more Battle.net news. They are either going away from Battle.net or changing names. Like, the functionality, the way I understand the, the post was, like, the functionality and the systems should remain in place, but, like, maybe how it's integrated and what they call it might change. Because they claim it's weird to have like this Blizzard heading and then this Battle.net heading. I don't know. Maybe because I'm used to it. I like Battle.net's been around forever. Like, you know, like I've been using Battle.net since fucking what, StarCraft? Like, that's so, I, you know. Oh, before StarCraft, I mean, the original WoW, you know, not WoW, just Warcraft games used Battle.net. So, yeah, certainly, certainly, certainly. So I was just trying to think of my introduction to Battle.net, and it might have been StarCraft. But, you know, I'm having a hard time remember if I actually played StarCraft before I played Warcraft 2 or 3. It's hard to say. But anyway, um, that's a thing. Also, don't know why we care so much as long as I can still log in and play WoW. What does it matter if it's Battle.net or, or uh, you know... Famous Dave's Barbecue dot net. I don't. I don't think Blizzard it's net, whatever they wind up calling it. I just at, it, like whatever they wind up calling it. It won't matter because we're all going to be saying, "I can't connect to BattleNet. BattleNet is down. We're just we're going to call it <laughs> Battle. We're going to call it BattleNet forever." Yeah, that's, that's going to happen no matter what they wind up calling it. It we're going to keep calling it BattleNet. That There's is probably true. some complicated legal reason that they need to change the name of it and they don't want to tell us. I don't know. It's probably some sort of branding thing. Like some some bigwig and some uh like somebody probably came into a shareholder meeting. Like somebody really important that's not actually a part of Blizzard, but is like a higher up, like somebody that they have to answer to is like. So what's this Battle.net thing? Don't you think that's a dilution of your brand? Like, that's like <laughs> I can almost guarantee no, you exactly, like, that phrase happened. Some, some some dude in a suit who's never played a video game in his life. Like, yeah, like it should all be under the Blizzard banner. And what's what's Battle.net? Nobody knows what Battle.net is. When in reality, everybody fucking knows what Battle.net is. As a as a person that lives and works around the corporate sales world, I can tell you, dilution of the brand is the exact phrase that occurred in that staff meeting. <laughs> yeah. Nope, nope. I, I totally see that too. Uh, so, I don't know. It's whatever. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Maybe they tell us at BlizzCon. Maybe they tell us before that. I mean, BlizzCon's right around the corner, isn't it? Like a month away? It's pretty soon, and I don't even know like what... I mean, we have a new expansion. Uh, I, mean, I don't. I don't. There's not a lot going on. Like, I, I don't know what the big thing for BlizzCon they're going to tell us. I don't think it. I think it's going to be one of those non-WoW years where, like, we get something for WoW, but it's not incredibly exciting. What we get is like big news for their other um, IPs. So, like, StarCraft. We don't even know what the. Um, the the pri like the the loot is for StarCraft yet, so I guarantee you there's some sort of announcement coming for StarCraft that is related to whatever they're going to give ticket holders, and Diablo three or not Diablo three but Diablo has been notoriously silent, currently with like these little little um, cheeky hints at like oh and it's a BlizzCon could be interesting but whatever this show is about wow. Um, We'll see what BlizzCon brings us. That's right around the corner. Okay, so now on to things that we care about as far as news. And this stuff happened relatively soon after our last episode because we record Friday nights. This is after Raid. This is late 30 right now. We're sitting here around the computer fire talking about it. That's right. Um, but World Bosses are live. Uh, Nithog was this week. Everybody had a chance to do it. I went. It was boring. It was so don't. It was don't stand in the circle. Move. Attack. Don't stand in the circle. Move. Attack. How was your experience, Marcus? <laughs> well, I uh, pushed the boss, and you know everybody spawned, and then uh, my character froze. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. That's well, maybe if you had a real computer and didn't try and play WoW from a potato, you'd probably be okay. Yeah, I think that that helps significantly. Other than that, uh, you know, I got gold, and then uh, and then I went and did other world quests. That's what I got too. I got some gold. I think it was like five or six gold. It wasn't a lot. It was very disappointing. Uh, I got a couple hundred. Tim, how did it go for you? Uh, I went up there where he spawns, and there was a giant group just getting ready to go, and we attacked him. And yeah, it wasn't very exciting. Like you know, a tank grabbed him, and some lightning hit the ground, and we avoided that. And it took a little while because he has so many hit points, and he died. And I got an eight sixty five helm, and that was that. And gold from the world quest for killing him. Uh, You are a bastard for getting loot. I just want to say that up front. Uh, the only loot, only loot I got out of a raid this week, so you know. Yeah, I, I got some, but that's cool. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, so world bosses are a thing. Uh, make sure you do them when they're up. Do we know if it's just gonna be one every week? Is that how they're gonna do that? Or? Yeah, it'll be one uh, every week. I don't know if that's true. Actually, I think I I could be completely wrong here. I read that there's gonna be. Th- eventually three up at a time that like they'll keep uh it's like a ramping events. over the course of like a know. rotating uh you know but then until then they'll just release one at a time though. one new yeah. one so tuesday a new one will be up and what's his name nilthlog whatever will still be there the dragon will still be there and the week after that a new one uh-huh. will spawn and the week after that nilthlog will be gone and a new one will be up i don't know i could be wrong i read that somewhere I believe that could possibly be misleading, but we'll find out on Tuesday, um, I guess. Next up, Mythic Plus Dungeons are live with keystones and stuff. Yeah, rock on! I haven't had a chance to do any of these. Banyu, why don't you tell us about Mythic Dungeons Pluses? Um, well, you have to do a regular Mythic first, um, and then once you do kill that, um, you're able to loot a keystone. Everybody should get one from their first Mythic in the week. And then uh, with that keystone, it'll be uh, to a random mythic. So I got Court of Stars. Some people got, like, Darkheart Thicket, um, for example. Uh, then you go into the instance with your group, and uh, you click on your keystone when you're in there. Um, and it'll it'll put you guys all through a loading screen and re uh, kind of reload the instance. And you'll get a little timer, like the challenge zones, uh, back from Pandaria and uh, Draenor. And uh, the little gate will disappear, and you'll have... Uh, Depending on the time, you know, depending on the instance, like forty-five minutes or you know, twenty-three minutes to complete the uh, the mythic plus. Now they um they start off on plus one or sorry plus two. Uh, you can get plus three, and I don't I don't think plus four is available yet. Are you sure? And, uh, you sorry? Are you sure? I haven't seen one. I haven't seen uh, a plus four, but I've seen no, I've seen I've seen some huge pluses. The only thing is, is they put a lock this week on how high the gear will be except going for the, away. again they don't want everybody to start out leveling raid yeah here they don't want five bands yeah. which is entirely possible yeah and then i but i think the chest you get at the end of the week that uh can go over that cap but that's only like the one piece or whatever that you get from the chest yeah. I think I heard that somewhere. Um but yeah no so that's uh how difficult were they how do they how do they feel to to run um, I did a plus two and then a plus three. Um, they weren't bad at all. Um, uh, you know, the bosses were significantly healthier. You know, they had a lot more health, um, so it took a little longer to kill them. Healthier. Um, because it was a time situation. Um, you know, you didn't actually loot each boss as you went through. It was just a, you know, clear it as fast as you can. And if you beat the timer, um, you get an extra loot chest. And I, I believe you're entitled to at least two pieces of loot um, per Mythic Plus. Now, that's two for the whole group, so, like... You know, it depends on who will get it, but two will drop. Okay, okay. That seems reasonable. All right, so that's so a thing. Share, sorry, they, they have a separate lockout from other mythics, like normal mythics. Okay. Um, Tim, how do you feel about dungeons being a viable way to gear outside of raiding this expansion? I mean, I think it's great to be able to do something that you can just kind of casually go into, you know, every night. Uh, if you have time to go run a dungeon for 45 minutes or whatever and, like, maybe get a piece of gear or two um, to help you but be will, ready for, you know, raid night. But will, like, a plus 15 keystone be something you can just do casually? 
No, I mean, you're going to need uh, if everything I've read. You really need to run these things with like a regular group. You, well, you can pug them. Yes. But uh, I, I would not, I, I got a, um, a keystone for, uh, Ivashara and I definitely want to do that this weekend, but it's going to be with guildmates. I've heard just horror stories of people trying to run can... them with random people. Uh, it's, just yeah it, especially when you get to the higher end like you really need to have can you complete you know those um can you complete those quests in a mythic plus dungeon which quest the quest oh that... the world quest no the uh the one from your garrison that i've yet to do i have a char on mythic difficulty no i don't know oh. because i didn't have any of those quests I didn't try when it. I did it. Hmm. maybe i'll have to go with you and see but the real question then comes back to Marcus. When are you going to create a uh, a guild mythic plus team, Marcus? When is that? When are you going to do that? Oh well, no, that should be a thing. I'll do that as soon as possible. He lies. He's not going to do it. Nope, I'm not. He's so fucking lazy. He's like, ah, I don't know, man. hey, Brent. Great idea though. It's, it's like uh, it's like Brent. Hey, look, I'm going to need you to just make a mythic team. For for dungeons and shit, yeah, you just put that up uh, one night a week. That'd be great. I'd be like, fuck you, I'm not doing it. So, um, I guess that brings us to the part that really matters for us is raids are live, and we have been raiding, if you can call it that. Um, we have a this is an issue that's kind of transferred over from warlords, uh, like the. You know, raid starts at 7.45, but first pull is until 8.30. We're working on it. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Um, it's new. People are, you know, having to get back into the, you know, setting up their schedule to be ready to raid on raid nights kind of thing. I get it. It's cool. Um, we spent Tuesday night in Heroic. We were unable to successfully kill Nathendra on Heroic, but I think we made decent progress. And I'd say the first part of that was, uh, I probably didn't explain the ra the raid right, uh, the fight as well as I could have. Um, there were, you know, we had a lot of new people coming in and out, like there's a ton of stuff going on and I'm trying to pay attention to everybody's fucking thing. And, uh, but we kind of made it, uh, you know, we... We sort of got her down to about 50%. We were starting to really get that, uh, the breath cycle, breath cycle kind of thing. Um, and then tonight, Friday night, we decided we'd go clear some bosses on normal for some loot. Um, we got Nathendra pretty easy. Um, Elrin was just a matter of getting the, uh, getting across the platforms at, a, you know, correctly without, you know, getting caught in tornadoes. We did that. Uh, we would have gotten Ilgoth. If we had a little more time, because again, it was, we didn't make our first pull until almost 8.40, so there's that. We would have also probably gotten Urusak tonight if we had, you know, started about 7.45 on time, I have no doubt. So, um, Marcus, how do we feel about the heroic difficulty of Emerald, Emerald Nightmare? Well, um, you know, it's a stark difference, uh, you know, like Drano, for example, where heroic and um, normal were basically the same, just with like higher damage and um, health on the bosses. Mm -hmm. um, here you have a situation where, for example, the first boss, um, what's her name? Nathendra. Um, you know, you get the, uh, in, in normal, um, from taking damage from her abilities, you don't get any kind of debuff, but heroic, you get that rot debuff that lasts the whole fight. And that is like a significant difference in uh, in those two difficulties managing that rot debuff. Yeah, and it feels like uh, they've really taken that that approach to mechanics in this 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 raid where normal is just bare bones. So uh, raid finder is going to be Taurus mode, I'm sure, because normal is way easy. Um, and it's almost too easy for it to be like a real progression path. So for those out there that do normal as a progression path, like that's awesome. If that's what you're into, it just feels so much significantly more significantly easier this time around. Like if we were to do normals first before going into rook, like we have in past expansions, I feel like normal would be done in two weeks and then we would be onto the same thing in heroic because once we did we cleared it we wouldn't be going back for farm so um it just doesn't feel challenging enough i don't think um in that regard 
because right now, you know, um, raiding at the start of an expansion, your rosters are kind of bloated, and that'll trim off as we get d- deeper into the progression um, path. Um, but they're really starting that, like, normal's like baseline, and then they add a mechanic for heroic, and then they add upon that mechanic again for mythic. So, uh, it has been challenging, and it is a, uh, I think, at least for our group, a very distinct and jarring experience coming from the cruise fest that was Hellfire Citadel. There might have, there might have been two bosses in Hellfire Citadel that were mechanically challenging, that uh, required a certain level of uh, awareness and execution, um, especially when you're going in, you know, fresh off of, like, you know, heroic black rock drops. Like, we cruise through normal. Even with a burnout, like, slimmed up, slimmed to hell roster, we were... We, we, we made quick work of a lot of bosses. There were nights where uh, I think the... Uh, Apathy was more our detriment to the fight than the execution of the mechanics. Like, people just didn't care. Like, they were showing up for everybody else that was showing up for raid kind of stuff, and I think that killed us more than than the ability of, or toughness of the fights. But this here, Nathendra, mechanically, a pretty easy fight. Numbers-wise, pretty unforgiving. Like, it's a lot of damage going out. Um, you know, and we're not the tippity-top tier raiders. Never will be. Um... Not to say that we don't have raiders on our team that are capable of such. I think we have, you know, more than a handful of very talented, very, um, uh, how do you say, uh, very good at what they do. And, you know, that often enables us to carry 10 other slab nuts around. Um, and, you know, going in heroic first, it might not work that way, but we're, we're trimming up around the edges. People are getting better. I think we, we got it no problem next week. I think that bitch is going to go down. We're going to be licking up that loot. Um, Tim, what have you thought about your rating experience thus far in Legion? Well, yeah, it's definitely a, a big difference when, you know, we, we did a bunch of normals and then went to heroic after we had kind of cleared normal. Um, like we were seeing tonight, normal, I feel like if we had done two nights of normal, we probably, and we started on time, we would have probably come really close to clearing it in one week, uh, which is really weird compared to, you know, the old normals. Uh, but then on the other hand, yeah, heroic, like it, it turns into no joke, like really fast. Uh, everything I read, a lot of people had problems with Nathendria on heroic, the uh, the stacking debuff you get from getting hit by anything starts ripping through your health really fast. And if you screw up, like you know, you just there's no way your healers can catch up to that. So uh, it it is a bit of a gear. Like gear definitely helps, but you know you need to learn the fight. Like you have to do it right. And uh, here's here's another thing I'd like to point out in previous raids. A 10-man group felt kind of punishing because you did not have enough players there to execute any given mechanic. It felt like it felt like your raid was stretched too thin. Um, in this, it's not even a tier, so I don't want to call it a tier, but in this raid, um, we've been raiding with 15 to 17 people, or 14 to 17, I think, is kind of where our, our um, attendance has fluctuated between each of the raid nights. Um it feels more punishing <laughs> with 15 players in there because you're operating on like in a really tight room. Because you, you look at uh, Nathendra's mechanics and you're like, oh, that's really not that bad. But then you stand in that room and there's not nearly as much room as every diorama of that, that fight makes it look like. And especially, no, it, looks, it looks huge, but it's not like once you start throwing down the puke stains everywhere. Yeah, and then once uh, you, you you run on a space pretty fast, and, and then it's not like even people are making mistakes. Like you're throwing them down, like tanks throw down three at a time. But you know you have three DPS thrown down, mm-hmm. or even heals thrown down three at a time for every time, and it's it, it you run out of real estate really fast. Yep, and especially in a group like ours, we are tremendously melee heavy. 
um, to a problem to a point where it is almost uh, mechanically a disadvantage to have so many melee. It, we end up with basically our healers having to spend a lot of their time executing range mechanics because they're the only ones getting targeted. Um, but so on, I want to speak on the heroic Nathendra alone. Um, so rot right. Uh, that first tick is gonna put the like it's gonna it's gonna tick for damage to you and everyone around you within eight yards. And that's going to put one stack of that stacking debuff on you. Now, when you're in a 15-man group, five or six of the damage, which are me- melee, people are going to hit with that a lot. And there's no there's no way around it because that, that piece of the pie that you're on is so small that that eight yards is it's impossible before by the time she's getting ready to do the breath. It's impossible not to hit people with rot. Now think if we only had 10 people, if we had a 10 player hard group, three melee, two ranged, three healers, two decks, would we not have so much more fucking room to operate and not have so many stacks of rot across the raid? You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, it's one of those. A little bit or more. Yeah, it's it. It does make it rough because, yeah, every time somebody gets hit, like you tick immediately and you hit everybody around you Mm -hmm. with that debuff. So, I don't know. It's rough to gauge, though, because they've always had fights where, you know, more or less people is better or worse, you know? You know, I don't remember too many where more is worse, to be honest with you. I don't don't remember that ever happening. Uh, But that's fine. Like, I'm not complaining. I I actually really enjoy the mechanics of that fight. I think it's uh, stupidly simple, but on paper and through, like, uh, me explaining, it seems so complex, but it's really you're just shifting you know pieces on a uh, on a pizza or a pie you know it's it's stupid easy we got it tonight on normal of course and maybe two attempts and i think that's because we did something stupid the first one you know uh, but yeah no we got it um i don't remember how many attempts we did on elrin i think we got on the third maybe Four. fourth attempt third, third or fourth it eh, wasn't a lot fourth i want to say we killed the spider slash uh bird boss in four tries yeah so that was and that was mostly figuring out how jumping over the bridge worked and now that we know that it's yeah. gonna be dumb and if we we had we would have had ilgoth and maybe two more poles i think i think we had figured out um kind of where our ad management needed to be on that. And, but on the bright side, doing these on Heroic, we are unlocking our foreign script, uh, scribes to be able to make Vance's room. So if we come back on Heroic, we can, and we really struggle and we can just, you know, pop those Vance's runes and, and do it that way. Uh, LFR and, uh, mythic difficulty open up next week. You guys looking forward to the, uh, the race to world first. I mean, it's always nice to talk about, but it's like, do I really care? No. Um, you know, I don't care as much as I used to, to be honest with you. It used to be fun to kind of watch the race to world first. Like, oh, who's, oh, check the thing, you know, on your phone. It's like, oh, so-and-so's beat this boss. You know, I don't care so much this time around. I'm really more absorbed in uh, what we're doing and where we need to be for our next raid night. And I think uh, one good thing that, you know, our... Uh, heroic follies if you will will bring to the members of our raid for next time is that i think they're going to um realize they need to be doing their stuff outside of raid night you know it's uh yeah i probably should be running as many mythic dungeons as possible i should be doing all my world quests and all that stuff i think that's really really hit home that uh perhaps some of them haven't hadn't done what they needed to do to be ready for this week so hopefully um put a little oomph in them I think. What do you guys think? Yeah, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, people... I mean, they've seen, like, what it's like now, so... Uh, people, like, really, really realize, like, ah, I really need to, like, you know, get geared up better and be ready for, for rating. I yep. mean, there's so many different ways to, to get there, you know? You, you get your dungeons, your world quests, you know, you get crafted gear. Yep, uh, I'm right there with you. There's so much you can do. And you should be doing all of it. Now. Which, I mean, as much as you can, you know. Uh, do you have anything else to add about uh, heroic rating this week, Marcus? 
No, I mean it's a you know it's a, um it's a, it was a nice experience. Um, you know, you kind of figure out who's um. We we got to figure out like who's gonna be ready for this uh, for this thing. Yep. Um, Just like you said. All right. Well, if that's all we got for news, it is time for shit you need to know. Sit down. Shut up. Time for shit you need to know. Shit You Need to Know is brought to you by... Do you like video games? Do you like shitty movies? Well, nobody likes shitty movies. But anyway, check out Video Games the Movie Podcast, where Blaine and James talk about movies based on video games or video game culture. Real good time. Check that out at therpgshow.com or on iTunes. All right. Shit You Need to Know. Today we're talking Ilgoth. 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 Yeah, I hate... Like old gaudy names, there's so many apostrophes and just too many consonants. Too many consonants. All right. So I'll go over this real quick. Um, this is actually a really easy fight. All right. Uh, mechanically speaking, uh, it is a two phase encounter. There's like an add control phase and then there's a burn phase. During ad phase, there are five different ads that need to be managed, okay? Uh, first up, you have Dominator Tentacles. These are big, uh, spiky, toothy fuckers. They need to be tanked. Uh, they will choose a random member of the raid to cast Slam on them. You want to try and steer that out of as many people as possible. You don't have a whole lot of time to react, but you got to kind of take it off to the side. Yeah, that's right. Take it right in the side, you dirty, dirty man. All right. Then uh, these are high priority targets because the longer they're up, the more damage they're going to do to tanks and they're going to wreck them. So kill these guys first. Next up, we have Corruptor Tentacles. These are not need to be tanked. They will target a random raid member with Spew Corruption and Spew Corruption will cause them to drop uh, little pools of poo or on their feet while you have a Spew Corruption on you. Um, so keep these out from in front of the eye. And uh, make sure we kill these. These are what I call a moderate priority. So they're not, they're important, but they're not as important as uh, the Dominator Tentacle or Nightmare Horror. Last up, you have the Death Glare Tentacles. Now this is dependent on your raid, whether you prioritize these over Corrupted Tentacles, but I highly per, I highly recommend you, you um, focus Corrupted Tentacles over Death Glare Tentacles. All these ones do is cast Mind Flay on targets. You can interrupt that cast, so if you have anybody that can, you know, maybe throw one guy over that way to damage them and keep them interrupted, um, they don't need to be tanked as well. I consider them a lower priority. Then there's Nightmare Horrors. Now, these guys are a big deal during the ad phase. They spawn. As they move around, they leave more of the poo around you. And uh, they do an eye beam on the tanks that will cause a, a debuff on them. A stacking debuff, the tanks need to taunt every time he does the uh, eye beam. Now, we found that tanking him up front next to where the tentacles spawn, to either the left or the right of the entrance, so there's enough room for to move him around without putting um, that poo right there in front of the eye. That way, Cleave can hit the additional spawning tentacles was the best method. But that's mostly because we are very high in melee. Again, um, your group will find what works for them. You can either take him back towards the entrance of the room so he has lots of room to move around, but he is a super high priority. DPS need to be on him the minute he spawns and kill him. Lastly, there are what they call nightmare globules. These little red slimes, of they kind of look like the uh, the blood slimes in Throne of Thunder. Um they are going to spawn when any of the other ads die and fixate on a player. That player's job is to kite these until there's a group of them that can be burned down together. They're pretty slow, um, but when they die, they explode and they do damage to the eyeball guarding the heart of Ilganoth. Okay? And we found that you know it's there's no particular time is the best time just when there's a bunch of them around you can kind of kite them or pull them together in tights you know grouping in front of that eyeball as long as there's not like uh dominators up or the nightmare up 
you know, kind of group them together, burn them down, kill them, and we're heavy on melee. So if we have a bunch of melee with these things kiting around, they can't effectively DPS other things. So, you know, if we had a melee that's kind of the only one with a, you know, a ooze up, like he'd take it over there and handle it himself. But again, that's normal difficulty. It's, I don't really know how much damage they're going to do on heroic. So again, your team's going to find really what, what works for them. But if there's a bunch of them in front of the eye, it's probably a good time to kind of pull them all together, burn them down real fast and get back to what you're doing. Again, as long as there's not a ton of tentacles up or a nightmare up, it's probably fine. I consider these as the lowest priority. Like as long as they're not overwhelming your, your raid, you can continue to function normally without them. Again, you don't want to waste a lot of them by getting them cleaved in melee ranges of other ads while not in front of the eyeball. Like, that can cause you some problems as well. But, uh, you know, take your time, pay attention to what you're doing with them, and you'll be alright. Phase 2 is after the eye dies. Well, enough of these bloods have exploded, the eye falls down, exposing this inner chamber um, where the heart is. So make sure you clear up all your ads and slimes and poop and you know jism off the you know out of in front of the thing before you go in as soon as everything's down everybody's good to go everyone runs in as soon as everyone's in you lust you pop your potion your second potion you do your thing you burn the shit out of the heart the only thing that's going to happen in here is people are going to get corrupted blood or uh, what is it called cursed blood sorry those people need to move out of the raid and ha hit as few as few people as possible with that circle the goal is to hit none but sometimes you're going to clip one or two but you really don't want to hit anybody with that get it as far away from it as you can without running out the door and then go back to dpsing he's going to get about three of these off before it's time to get you know get the fuck out of dodge as soon as he casts that third one don't wait around just get out of dodge because if you're caught in there when that timer ends you're dead you're toast you know it's it's you know or we picking out an urn or a box kind of situation. Like you have no chance. Get out of there. Um, and then that's basically it. You rinse and repeat. Um, on normal, you probably only got to do this once or twice. Heroic, who's to say? Probably three or four times. But it's another one of those. There's two different cycles of the phase. You rinse and repeat till the boss is dead. There's also a debuff that's occurring. Um, a magical debuff that the healers need to be dispelling. Uh you know, don't try and burn all through all your mana with it, but try and manage it the best you can. Uh, that's basically it. Rinse, repeat, collect loot, get laid. That's that's Ilgoth, man. Ilganoth. Any questions from the either you two slap nuts? You guys saw it in action tonight. What'd you guys think of that fight, Marcus? Um, you know, it's a it's your typical um, you know, just like Yalcaris. You know, you trash fight and then you fight the actual boss. But then you come back. It's it's slightly different in the fact that you come back to the trash. Like, I don't remember a fight that was like that. Okay, okay. Tim? It was nice, though. It was interesting. Tim, what did you think about it? Yeah, it was only, it was interesting. Uh, it I would say the Nightmare Horror is really, like, that was the big deal. Like, those things had a lot of HP. They need to die really fast because uh, when we did get into the heart phase... Uh, that was the time when he'd kill the nightmare horrors before any more tentacles had respawned. So uh, it is a bit of a DPS check. Like those things need to go down like really fast. Like everybody just needs to like run onto those and just kill the hell out of them uh, while also being careful not to waste the, uh, the blood things or whatever that also damaged the eye. Yeah. Yep, but uh, it's it is it's a rinse repeat. Once you get that phase down, like that's it, you know the fight. Like the the the, the heart phase is nothing. You DPS the heart. You you run to the wall when you have the debuff. You get out before it closes, which some people actually failed on, which was hilarious. Yes, they did. <laughs> One uh, little tip. Yep. One little tip there for the heart because of the uh, the debuff, it kind of causes you to have to spread around it. Um, so if you're one of the people that ends up in the back. Uh, you're going to want to take a head start on running out because you, you'll probably run out of time if your movement speed is on cooldown. Yeah, I, I would give it a good when no more than five seconds left. Like, you need to GTFO out of dodge because, yeah, it, it's it's an insta-kill. Like, no, nothing saves you. Like, if you are still inside, you die. Yep. 
It went through my bubble. No surprise there. All right. Um, so that's kind of Ilgoth. That's that. Um, no emails this week, but I did want to, you know, I had an additional discussion topic. I wanted a couple of additional discussion topics I want to talk to you guys with. Um, so Thursday, no, Wednesday was the first chance I had really had to play an alt. And I played through the Guardian Druid uh, artifact quest and it was really fun. I enjoyed it. And I wanted to ask you guys, what other artifacts have you gained for either your main character or your alts? Tim, you first. Uh, I went on my alt. I went on my rogue, actually. The uh, the assassination rogue questline is actually pretty amazing. Uh, I don't know what happens alliance side, but for horde side, you have to sneak into Stormwind uh, and assassinate a... Uh, well, quote-unquote, an alliance leader, but it's not really. It's obviously a demon in disguise. But uh, there's all these, like, you sneak into an instant Stormwind with just loads of of, uh, of, of patrols going around. And uh, I thought that was really interesting the, because, you know, obviously I play a, a protection warrior. Our, our artifact one was really boring. I mean, just you go into a vault... Kill somebody and you get it, and that's and, it. And unless, this one was, was pretty awesome. Like you fury. actually feel like an assassin, like you're going into the capital of an opposing, you know, faction, trying to take somebody out. Okay, is that the only other artifact you've done? What about the other um, artifacts for your for your warrior? Have you done the uh, arms and fury ones? Oh, actually, yeah, I did. The mm-hmm. uh, there, yeah, it, the the uh, <laughs> the fury one was, I think pretty close to the same it's the same exact area i think you just go into a vault you kill somebody you take them and you're done um no uh, you're, you're kind of chasing arm- this cavaldier guy around um to take them away from him and you're kind of uh i think god king scobald shows up at one point and you're it's i i don't remember it's probably been the longest since i've seen that happen but go ahead continue yeah, I did, and the arms one is in Tearsfall Glades. It's actually in the same place. If you have a Shadow Priest alt, it's the same place. You go underneath the lake and kill like a minion of an old god or something like that. But you know that was pretty cool too. Um, what, I don't know. The, the the rogue one was the coolest I think so far that I've done. All right. Uh, is there any that have been like your least favorite? Like you didn't enjoy yourself or was difficult or a pain in the ass or anything? Uh, what else have I done? I've done the Hunter one. That one wasn't too interesting, really. Uh, the... I'll, actually, I did my... The character... Well, so, I know a lot of people did... Uh, they, they leveled characters really fast, the demon invasions. So, my monk, which has, like, a whopping 12 hours of time played, uh, I got the Windwalker weapons off of him, and that was actually kind of fun, because you go back into... Um, I forgot what the name of that five-man dungeon, like the wind dungeon is in Cataclysm. I can't remember. Throne of the Four Winds? Not Throne of the Four Winds. That's the raid. Oh, Vortex Pinnacle? Pinnacle. Vortex Pinnacle. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah, Monk's going to Vortex Pinnacle. And the funny thing is, is uh, Lily comes with you, and she's constantly running ahead of you like a psychopath. Uh... You know, going, oh, what's this? This is so cool. And you're constantly having to save Lili so, you know, Chen doesn't kick your ass. Yeah. That's crazy. So well, that was actually kind of fun. What about you, Marcus? You done any other artifacts? Well, um, while I was leveling, I did get the Truth Guard, which is the prop shield. Okay. And a little sword, I forget what it's oath Oathkeeper. Okay. And the Silver Hand. I do recommend getting those while you're leveling. It's a big chunk of experience. All right. Um, the only thing is, um, I stayed in Retribution for those. Um, the prop one wasn't bad because you can just kind of DPS through all the mobs. But the holy artifact was difficult because uh, you had to heal people. And, um, you know, oh, a couple of flash of lights, uh, and, you know, you're out of mana. Can't really get too many people healed up with that. Yeah. Then I also, I also got the Guardian. I got the uh, the Guardian Druid claws there. That was pretty cool. Yeah, where you're, uh, you got to fight Ursoc 
for uh yep that's what was it ursak or wasn't it his uh, which one's the brother that one confused me ursul but you fight ursak because you you see his you get to witness his corruption the reason he's a boss in the emerald nightmare is you basically fail to save him from Xavius. Yep. So, um, it was interesting. I thought it was a, a tad long, um, because, like, you can't really... You don't do dick for damage in Guardian, uh, so it's just a lot of, okay, I'm not dying, I'm waiting for this thing to die, but that's questing as a tank in general, I think. Well, Prowl Warrior is pretty amazing. You're just, you know, run in, grab 20 mobs, and cleave them down, and then good game. Um, but which, uh, which, which artifact quest was probably your favorite, Marcus? Oh, the Retribution one? Oh, by far? It's just the, well, it is Ashbringer. I mean, who are we kidding? I've only done four of them, so. Yep, um, so I've done all the warrior ones, and I did my druid one. Um, I've pretty much enjoyed all of them. The only one was I did not realize I was... Because I had picked up, right? Like, I went to Odin, and I was like, yeah, I want to start my second artifact. And I picked the the um, protection one. And I kind of just, like, uh, stopped tracking that quest. Because I was like, i come back and do it later. I'm busy. And then I just got in the midst of doing a bunch of quests. And I ended up on the Prot uh, artifact quest. And I did not realize why I was dying so much. Because that, that quest is designed to be done in Prot. And I'm doing it in Fury. And for those that don't know, Fury is like, you are a wisp of paper as far as survivability. You get creamed. And I'd had to have died on that quest a bajillion times. But then, like, I beat it and he hands me the Prot artifact. I'm like, oh, that's why. So, uh... Like you said, Tim. You said Tim. The the problem was boring, unless you're trying to do it as Fury. Then it's very exciting because it's stupid difficult. Um, yeah, you should definitely not try that. You should definitely go buy the. They they sell for anybody who does not know. In your class hall, uh, your your uh, quartermaster, whoever that may be, sells appropriate weapons for a hundred gold each for different specs. Uh, for, you know, when you need to go do your different, uh, class artifact weapons. So, yeah, you could have easily grabbed for 200 gold a shield and a sword. Hey, man, ain't nobody got 200 gold be spending all some dumb shit. You, man, what you talking about? That's well, you crazy. you could just use some old stuff from, like, the old, just, you know, just so it's a shield. Yeah, all right, your, uh, the last time. like shield from Brackenspore that you tanked him. <laughs> all right, true story. This is a Space of the Guild true story moment. Who was it that wasn't there that couldn't tank? Or was it Ben you whining about tanking? Was that it? No, it was an alt run. Somebody... We, were, we, oh. were doing, we were doing oh. a normal alt run of High Mall. And I'm and like, fuck it, I'll tank. We, we and... didn't have a tank, and you're like, I'll tank, fine. And like, I don't have a shield. I'll just use this intellect shield. It's no, fine. no, what happened? This is what happened. This is the true story. Don't listen to Tim. He's exaggerating. I'm like, I'll tank. Um, I don't have a shield, though, so I'll go to the auction house and buy the best green I can find. Fuck it, right? Because everything else I have is, is heroic level. I mean, most of it, except for... Like, uh, I think I was missing one tank trinket, but I had a decent, I had more than enough of a set for, for normals, even if I had some shitty green shield. So I went and got this shitty green shield and I start tanking and then the, uh, an intellect shield drops, um, off of, I don't remember if it was like a trash blue. It was Brackenspore. Or Brackenspore. Oh, yeah, it was, was Brackenspore. Yeah, well, we You're dropped. Like, Holy shit, this is better than the shield I already have. It had more stamina. It had more mastery. I'm using it. So I proceeded to tank the rest of that night with an intellect shield on. And that was life. That happened. That was a true unadulterated story. I'm and terrible at still, tanking. We still cleared most of it. And I'm terrible at tanking, guys. Like, I am the worst. Like, because the last time I tanked for real was in Wrath when tanking was just another way to DPS. Just, you just had a few buttons to keep you alive. Um, so, I still try and tank that way. Or I'm just like, yeah, it's just I'm pressing all buttons. But then I'm like, oh, I'm dead because I didn't use any active mitigation. I was just trying to deal as much damage as I could deal. So, 
mindset's wrong for tanking. Don't let me do it. Uh, so that was that was a thing that happened. But I did those artifacts. They were Q, I guess. Um, where's everybody's current artifact weapon at, Tim? What's your what's your current artifact weapon at? You know, I'm not even sure. It's fairly well. It's not maxed out anymore. But uh, I know I had like pretty sure I had like 840. Uh, what are those things called? You you slot into it. The relics. Relics, yeah, they, they were fairly maxed out at this point, and I want to—I forgot what level I'm on, but it's some obscene number to get my next uh, tier on the artifact weapon. It's—it's it's stupid. I, it's like 28k or something like that. Artifact oh. power. Damn, son, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm behind. Like I've been so busy this week, I haven't been able to play every day. So it's you know, um, I think. I am one trait away from my second golden trait. Um, so that's where I am. I uh, think I'm at like 867 item level on the relic. I want to say. Because I got an 850 um, relic tonight. So that you know that bumps my item level and my artifact up quite a bit. It does make a big difference. That uh, I know we told everybody to, before we start raiding, pretty please finish your... Uh, your 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 class hall chain to get that third weapon, you know, the third slot unlocked, and uh, yeah. I mean, it makes a big difference. Like, I mean, you can pretty easily get a forty plus item level uh, relic from heroics, even I think. So, okay. yeah. Um, Marcus, where's your where's your artifact at? Uh well, I have um. Well, I had three 840 relics. I looted an 850 tonight. So that brings my weapon item level to um, 870, 873. Uh, I got 20 traits into it. So I got two golden traits now. And I have a level 4 artifact knowledge. So I'm getting 140% more artifact power from all sources. Well, you, sir, are a cunt. I have a lot of time to play, man. I know you do. That's it's the perks of being 12. Oh yeah. All right. Um. So, yeah. I just kind of wanted to see what everybody else had because I'm really excited to do a bunch of other artifacts. I just don't have the time. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, all to all. You know, I feel bad for all the altaholics in our guild that are like, I just got to level to this thing. I'm like, where just, do you find the time? I just don't have the time for it. Like, I really yeah. wanted to play like my rogue and my monk and a couple other characters. I'm like. There's so much I need to do my warrior. Like I need to be doing this. I need to be like doing some world quests for some more artifact power. And oh look, this one has gear, and maybe I'll win the Titan Forge lottery. And yeah. See, for me and Brent, it's not a problem because you know we're we're just you know we pick our class, we stick with it. Yeah, I mean, I I used to do a lot of alts. Like you know, around Wrath, I had a ton of alts, but the way I was playing the game was fundamentally different back then. And I had you know I probably had. What was that level eighty of every class except for like priest and mage? I think the only two I didn't have at level eighty before um, Wrath of Lich King ended. So I mean, but now like I just got my war here and maybe one or two others that I'll level or dink around on when I'm bored. Because I mean, the ones that in their characters that I have once rated spend a lot of time on so i feel guilty for them not being like at max level like for instance my druid i rated so much on my druid and i sit there and look at my druid at 100 and my warrior at 110 and i feel guilty i feel terrible about it because my original warrior that i leveled up in wrath is now like a night elf on another server so this was like the warrior i'm playing now was technically a boost in uh the end of Pandaria. So, like, here I am playing this goddamn boosted tune, and the guy that I put all this work in is just sitting there chilling. And the way I leveled him is, it's till this day, some of my best memories in WoW were, uh, like, me, my wife, and, a, uh, like, a real-life friend of ours. Like, we had these other characters we had been playing, so, like, I had my hunter and all this other stuff, and, you know, we decided we wanted to level tunes together. And this is, um, I think... This is after the invent of uh, Dungeon Finder, but we just had so many bad Dungeon Finder experiences, right? 
So, but we kind of wanted to level up together through dungeons together or whatever. So we'd quest and then we go do a dungeon, but instead of like group finding or pulling people in, we would three man those dungeons. Like I was healing on my Druid. Um, my wife was tanking on her warrior and, uh, our friend was DPSing on a hunter and every vanilla dungeon with the exception of, I want to say the black rock dungeons, we three manned successfully. Um, and this is old, like old sunken temple with all the maze and all that shit in it. Like, uh, you know, everything from RFC up, we fucking three manned. And it felt great. Like it was one of the my my proudest accomplishments was in in WoW was when we finally reached max level with those characters. Like we were three manning the Hellfire dungeons. Um, is a lot of the Burning Crusade ones. I think we leveled too fast through Burning Crusade to really uh, do all of them. We did you know probably about half of the Wrath dungeons three manned them. Uh, you know like the most harrowing one was probably Violet Hole the three man. Because of the way the trash spawns in there, it got a little intense. Um, but we did it, you know. But it was cool. So I, I feel this this pang of guilt every time I see that guy. He's not max level, so I'll probably have to do it soon. Um, yeah, that's a trip through memory fucking lane right there, man. Holy shit, I hadn't thought about that in a while. Oh boy. That's pretty impressive. Those dungeons were, you know, in the day in vanilla, they weren't something awful. Yeah, and I mean, I tell you what, man, I, I probably not always have been the best at WoW, but if I knew one thing, when I hit level 80 on that druid, that was how to be a goddamn resto druid. Like, I fucking knew every button I had leveling that way, because you just never knew what, your, what kind of weird mechanics you are going to have to fudge your way through with a group of three people. And so, like, I mean, I thought, I you know, I'll toot my own horn on that one. I was pretty good at it, so... Um, that's how I got my, uh, my Lich King kill. Cause like we were running a guild through early Wrath of Lich King. We raided, um, we just kind of, it was very casual and then it kind of fell apart and we had to do a move, right? We, we, we were moving houses and, uh, you know, we were going to be without internet for like a month. And unfortunately I left our guild in the hands of the wrong people. And it fell apart. And when I came back, um, you know, I really wanted to kill Arthas, to, kill the lich king so we started doing this weekly uh like there was a guild on the server that did a every friday they would pug 25 man right because their their guild was a 10 man progression rate uh rating team and they do the 10 man and then they'd pug in a bunch of people for the 25 on friday and generally we got through about professor putricide and they'd always offer um they would offer these gold rewards to any dps player that they pugged in that could out DPS their core DPS team. Like if you could beat them on the meters, you would gain, like they'd give you like a thousand or gold or 2000 gold, which was, you know, a significant amount in Wrath of Lich King. It wasn't chump change. So, um, but I always gave them shit cause I would beat their priest on the hill. Oh, what are you gonna do for me? Like I've been here every Friday for, you know, fucking two months now. What are you gonna give me? I haven't got no gold for, you know, topping the healing meters or whatever. So one, uh, I think it was like a Wednesday, they whispered me, it's like, yeah, man, we really appreciate you coming on Fridays. We got something for you. They invite me over to Ice Crown, bring me in on 10 man and kill Lich King with me. And that was super cool. Like, uh, yeah, there you go. That's a story. This is right down fucking Brent's memory lane tonight, ain't it? You guys got any cool stories like that? Or am I the only one? Uh, one time I walked into Ice Crown Citadel and sold it. And then that's how I got the achievement. Oh, you're a cunt. Fucking cataclysm, baby. God, no. I mean, come on. I, I know I've said I have been playing since vanilla, so my God, I have. I mean. Share, 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 share an old time Tim tale. Uh, I mean, holy shit. Okay, so I have a video of this too. I should share this somewhere because it's ridiculous. The very first raid boss I ever killed was in fact Lucifron in Molten Core. Okay. Okay. The, the first raid boss. Well, I guess next to you was around too, but and the video of it is hilarious because nobody is following mechanics. Like we're like the tank rotation was okay, that tank died. Some other warrior switched to prop <laughs> and taunt, please. That's great. 
Oh, man. And it's just, you know, you can hear me on this video. I God, I have to have this somewhere. It's so stupid. I have, I have never posted it for you guys. Of me, like, screaming at people, like, stay away from, like, because, you know, like, in Molten Core, the, 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 the area you come in, there's some imps in there. And they respawn, like, really fast. Like, really fast. And that was part of the mechanic of Lucifron. It's like, you needed to stay away from that. Because if those things... You know, they were they were ads during the fight. You were done. It was over. So part of it is me screaming for someone to fucking heal the tank that is currently tanking of the five or six tanks we went through on that fight because it was generally just, you know, that's like great. someone's always tanking now and, and he's dead. Uh, OK, next guy. Go to Prot. Switch to prot taunt. Clench your butthole. But uh yeah, that was oh my god, that was so ridiculous. That's... And the thing I mean he had like a hundred K health or something like that. It's so stupid to think about now. That's how that's how Tim uh raids guys. Like this is this is raid calls in our raid. It's like something happens and Tim is like freaking out. Like he's like he's like he's like guys, you gotta move the thing, move the thing, no one's moving the thing. And I'm like, and then I'll come across and be like, no, nah, it's cool, we got it, it's done. All right, all right, now, now we're gonna do the thing. We all know I'm intense. Like I, 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 I don't see shit happen like one second after it's supposed to happen. After after Deadly Bossmont says it's supposed to happen, I'm like, what's going on? Is it? Is it? No one's good. Someone's got to get your head. Get your head. Get your head. Hey, Dad's dead. Is that you're dropping shit on the tanks? <laughs> no, that was the best. All right, best moment ever, guys. This is the best I, moment I ever. I wish I was. Re- he will never live this moment down. I wish I was recording. Um, we have a. Uh, I have no regrets. I, we have. We have. We have a okay. druid in our team. Uh, or a guy on our team named Keith, and the guy's awesome. Like he's super friendly. He's great. He just tends to dial mechanics, and not always to his fault but sometimes he he might he might be somewhere at certain points in time it happens you know it's not the end of the world but we were doing gore fiend and it's like this druid's trying to goddamn kill me right because we had to fuck a bunch of people or something like flips no, out no, no, wait, wait, hang on hang on we, we also have to keep in mind this was late, late oh this is late in- I mean, I had like this was 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 uh, was pre patch. Yeah, this is pre patch Gorfine. Yeah, like, I mean, this is you know, end like, of Hellfire. Like, messing around now with our new powers and shit like that. We've probably killed this guy a million times, kind of level of thing. And he's like, God yeah, damn, Druid's yeah, trying to kill me. And then, and then, like he's like he's screaming across the room, Druid's trying to kill me. And then, and then I come across, I'm like, Keeps the only Druid. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Well, don't kill me. <laughs> it's fucking great because he thought he was yelling about a bug. And he's yelling through fucking mumble about a goddamn guilty. Well, he was, was... trying to kill me. I'm like in my tank spot. And like all of a sudden I see I see a boomkin like fucking standing right on top of me. Until with like this... skeletons like targeting. Like this fucking druid pug's trying to kill me. Until this day, I'm instead like, of Tim admitting, admitting like, all right, probably shouldn't have freaked out. Like it was okay. He's like, no, fuck, fuck him. He shouldn't have been there. God damn it. No, I no regrets. <laughs> why was he standing? I, I still ask this day. Why was he standing on top? Oh of me? man, Should've it's fine. On top of me. It's fine. We're not that hardcore. Tim is. Tim's that hardcore. He's he's fucking legit. I just it's... freak out when people when people enter my tank zone, and it's not well. Previously, you know, Marcus. Now Roger. If someone is in the tank zone that shouldn't be in the tank zone, I freak out. Like tonight, I saw Hunter, like on Nethendria, that was in the wrong spot. I'm like, what is that fucking Hunter and, doing? And the guy right wasn't there? on. The guy wasn't on Mumble, and Tim's like, he's like, he's like, hey, in the wrong spot, in the wrong spot. And I'm like, it's I fine. It's noticed. fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, it was normal, but you know that would have that would have probably killed. That could have killed us on heroic. So, I, you know. like what he was doing was the least of my concerns because he won't be there when we do it on heroic. So it's like whatever. He's over there. I'm worried about everybody else doing it right. The people that will show up again on Tuesday. That's true. So, but no, it's great. Like Tim just gets he gets he gets in the heat of the moment. It's fantastic. It makes me chuckle every time. Because we can have a boss on farm, like the mechanics not even gonna come close to killing us, and he'll be freaking out. 
Like somebody's gonna get it. It's gonna explode. It's gonna explode. Oh well. And then it explodes the, and like dinks. And he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's. I am a, I am a stickler for doing shit right at all times. I can no. This is how this would go. All right. It's like get that, get that. It's gonna explode. It's gonna explode. And it's like, oh well. Only other difficulty that thing doesn't tickle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it fucking triggers me. I don't want to see that shit. Like, oh, we're terrible. We don't mean to pick like, right I, I, like, I, I see that shit. I see, like, oh, don't worry. It's, it's like, normal. It's heroic. We're outgeared. It's fine. I'm like, but it's not fine. Like, that's not how it's supposed to go. No, we would have died. Like, six months ago, that would have killed us. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. That shit didn't tickle six months ago. Oh, fucking great. I love it. All right, well, that's, that's good enough discussion for me. I don't have anything else. Uh, before we pull into the outro, we do have a new iTunes review. Um, September 20th, amazing, very informative, five stars uh, by James82727271717171718. If that is your real name. Really, James? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah, um, thanks. Uh, I recently got back into WoW. I haven't played since giving Deathwing a Manny Petty and a back rub, and this podcast is by far my favorite way to indulge my renewed WoW addiction while at work. Great job, guys. Keep up the great work. Looking forward to new shows. Thank you very much, James Plethora of Digits. Uh, thank you very much for the review. It's very kind of you. Um, does anybody have anything else they want to add or talk about or pimp before I pull up the scum music? Nobody? No, right. we talked a lot of interesting points tonight. Oh, no, yeah, no, we really went off the rails at the end. We'll have to do more of that just random bantering. I think it's fun. No, it was, it was, yeah, it's, uh, I was interested to see what raids were like, and now we kind of know it's, uh, normal is eh, probably easier than, you know, Old normal and heroic is harder than I think old heroic, so it's kind of interesting to see how this is going to go. Yep. All right. Well, let's pull up the beautiful, beautiful. Send us some emails. Yes. No. If you have a question you want to hear answered on the show, um, send us an email. I'll read that email address to you shortly. All right. Thank you very much for listening to episode four of Raid Chat. Uh, you can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. There's all kinds of stuff and goodies there for you, along with other shows on the network. Uh, currently, you can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com. Just put Raid Chat in the heading if you would, so it goes to the right folder until I set up a specific email address for this show. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. Uh, you can join us in games. Baseball's at the Guild. It's rally in U.S. Horde side. That's right. And it's on. Uh, please leave us a rating review on iTunes. Each one counts and we love you for it. And until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Later. Peace out. Fucking nailed it. Oh, yes. <laughs>